Apologetic. Shouldn't have left you without a dope podcast to step two. Step two. Step two. Step two. Step two. Step two. Pick it. A step step. Check yeah. it, Quincy Jones. No, seriously though. Um, ladies and gentlemen, uh yeah, this is the Quincy Jones show podcast. Uh but we, no, we're serious. We uh first Absolutely, and foremost yeah. want to issue an apology to all the listeners. Uh we did not run an episode last week. We had meant to film something I was gonna or say, put out a statement. It was to... our intention to definitely put you guys on notice. Yes. Um however, if you guys have been following us and our journey and uh Everything we've been doing with this brand new business venture of ours with the uh, the new startup promotion of Winter Circle Pro Wrestling, mm-hmm. then um, you would guess to kind of give us maybe some sort of understandable leeway, just a little bit. A little bit. Um, because it was a uh, show. It, it, it was the go-home week, yeah, pretty it, much, it, so to speak. It was um, showtime. Yeah. And so we had a lot of stuff on our mind because we also ran into uh, some travel issues with one of the talents. So yeah, all hands on deck type of situation, yeah, for sure. And I didn't think about it until literally like after the show, like during yeah. the show, I was like, oh, no, we never even put anything out. Yeah. No, yeah, and so we do regret uh, not at least giving you guys yeah. the heads up last week, and uh, hopefully you guys didn't feel like uh, you know your week was uh, you know was kind of left out without a little it's bit a little of uh, yeah, you yeah. know, especially with your Friday uh, morning or you know afternoon dose of uh, wrestling review opinion and innuendo. And, 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 and all look, that. we understand the receipt is coming, so we accept it. Yeah. However, tuck the chin. You know, we're here to try to make it right. Stiff. You know, you don't have to take us to to to, to podcast wrestler court. However, we will. This is us bringing a a, a six pack and some. Yeah, yeah. You know, a good good fifth of Jack. Respirato. Um, we're gonna come through <laughs> with a brand new episode of the Quincy Jones Show. Yes. We are here live at the Quincy's quintessential office, uh, mm-hmm. right here, mm-hmm. sort of a sub headquarter of Winter Circle uh, Pro, and yeah. a lot of other shit going yeah. on here. But yeah. uh, glad to have you here, sir. And uh, we are the hosts, uh, yes. aka the best damn tag team on the podcast scene, as well as. Yes. Wrestling and guys green, um, and in also on the rap scene. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that was great. Yeah, yeah. I like, I like how cute. you brought that back around. Yeah. I put a little, I put a little bow on it. Uh, Quincy Jones, go into my right, of course, the one and only mm-hmm. Doc Lesnar, hip hop hybrid in existence. Why are you so shy about it? In the worlds of don't be bashful, hip hop and pro wrestling. Speak it is it. I. Talk your truth, brother. The doctrine of Lesnar. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. Hell yeah. Where do I uh, sign nah. up, brother? No, nah, but Doc Lesnar, we in the building. You're right. We are back yeah, with a brand spanking new episode of the podcast. And uh, what better way to kick it off but with some news, my That's friend. how we always do it. I, th- I, I, I figure we just go with the regular. And, you know, obviously, there. I think at the same time, there's been some stuff. we kind of been yeah. dry. A lot of the same, you know, oh, WWE for sale. Mm-hmm. Uh, Endeavor, yada yada. Other, mm-hmm. I mean, CM Punk returning. Oh, yeah, and we'll we'll get where? there. I'm gonna start What's with some more on? tame so, uh, headlines first. But you're yeah, right. Yeah, you know, I mean, so, we're I mean, definitely due for some uh, 
some uh, crazy. Uh, yeah, we, we would have been hitting our head and not talking about this stuff. Yeah, yeah, hundred anyway, so percent. Yeah, definitely. Let's get it into it. Let's rip the bandaid off this biatch. Yeah, definitely. Well, first off, uh, in miscellaneous news, Naomi, uh, the, the former Naomi, the uh, Trinity known Trinity tattoo. Uh, I forgot what she she was, there was a name she trademarked uh, not too long ago. I can't remember what name it was, but was it Trinity Trin Trin? It was. Tr- I think it was Trinity with a different last name. Ah, perhaps. But uh, yeah, she uh, is set to debut for Impact Wrestling per PW Insider. Uh, apparently, uh, this weekend's taping in uh, Cicero, Illinois, just outside of mm. Chicago, which I thought was interesting. Mm. Uh, Impact has been teasing a big surprise for the tapings at the Cicero Stadium, and it appears that the surprise may be Trinity. Uh, this is not just to be just a one-off surprise appearance. The report states that this will be, uh, you know, the start of the former Women's Champion's tenure with that promotion, and there are no other details. Of how long the agreement is with Impact, but he is expected to debut uh, this weekend. Yeah, mm. so that'd be interesting. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, I, I know there's a lot of uh, you know stuff in the dark, I guess, so to speak, as far as like news and updates regarding uh, Naomi, and I mean, yeah. obviously, because there was a whole thing with uh, her and Sasha, you know, kind of walking out together, and then Sasha kind of reemerged with New Japan. So, and spotlights were kind of more on her. I mean, she was in Japan to support her, but yeah. it seemed like... I mean, we did see her uh, in the crowd at the ROH show, yeah. though, so that I was mean, interesting Meltzer, as well. he Meltzer also opined that the reason they didn't sign Naomi as well is because of money, but mm-hmm. Naomi has screenshotted that and, like, wrote a big old banner over it on her story saying this is, this is false news, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Good. More, so, more people need to do that shit, bro. Yeah, but speaking Speaking yeah. of uh, Mercedes Monet, uh, obviously you guys have heard recently she lost her IWGP mm-hmm. Women's Title Did to uh, I believe it's uh, Mayu Iwatani is how you pronounce it, and uh, obviously that sparked a lot of rumors. As I believe people believe uh, were under the belief that her contract had expired that night. Uh, but it has been uh, reported by Meltzer that she did agree to a contract extension hours before the show. And uh, her next appearance is set to be the uh, New Japan Resurgence show set for Long Beach. Uh, so, But she did oh, talk no. to – Yeah, I know. Snoop's coming. <laughs> well, we'll have to see. I want, I'm, I'm curious what uh, the date is on that. We need to definitely check that out. So we can, I know. I definitely want to go. Man. No, no. I'm talking about scheduling around it. For, oh, for, I feel that. You know I feel I mean? that. But then also using it for uh, – promotion you know what i mean so did, did they say what month july or what uh you know what? No, I, I'll, I'll check that out in a second, though. But she did speak to Justin Barrasso of Sports Illustrated, mm. responding to the rumors. She said, quote, the rumors are so far from the truth. If it's not coming from me or my voice, then how does anyone know uh, what my business is? None of it is true. If it's not coming from me, it's just a rem- uh, it's not coming from me. But if it, uh, this is just a reminder that I'm a conversation starter. This is my new home. I'm embracing the way of life. I'm not here for a quick second. This is this has become my second home and I'm committed to staying here to make history. So. Pretty definitive words, I would say. I mean, yeah. I mean, good for her, though. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely, definitely. And then just to, uh, you know, end the uh, miscellaneous news and kind of spinning off of the Japan, uh, you know, uh, you know, kind of, what's the word? Vibe. Uh, theme, vibe, yeah. Kota Ibushi <laughs> back with another update. I feel like he, him and, like, Bobby Lashley are, like, my revolving update uh, in Jeff Hardy, too. <laughs> gets what's up with Lashley? We've been talking about oh, Lashley. Oh, not Lashley. I'm sorry. Uh, a Big E. Oh, Big, Big E, e yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, revolving the same door of update doc. news, yeah. No, hey, man, <laughs> you said it. No, man, hey, you did. <laughs> I, t- I did. You implied it. <laughs> you didn't die. No, but Kota Bushi recently spoke with Dark uh, Perezu Wrestling Flosion. Uh, probably, I'm sh- sure I pronounced that wrong. Kota Riso. 
For, that's what she said. She said that on Twitter, where he noted how he and Kenny have had more wrestling-related conversations lately. He gave an update on how his knees are doing and clarified he'd like to start talks with Tony Khan soon. Also added that he'd like to either face Hangman Page or Chris Jericho in a singles match, or tag with the Golden Elite or Golden Lovers uh, if he's able to get a spot at AEW's All In event at Wembley in London, which I think is. Hmm. you'd be dumb not to book him. But uh, he also had a list of opponents that he'd like to fight, team up with, or work with again, just in general. Kenny Omega, Hangman Page, Young Bucks, Will Ospreay, Roman Reigns, hmm. Shinsuke Roman Nakamura, Reigns. Finn Balor, Takeshita, Sami Zayn, and AJ Styles. Just as a general list, you know, so. Well, sorry, buddy. But he's he's been open and said he would entertain a run with WWE as well, so. Yeah. I mean, I guess, but I guess I wonder why he didn't entertain it back when he was entertaining it the first time. I don't know. I mean, I think he had some unfinished business in Japan, to be honest with you, at that time, which very I think true. you can argue. You know, think about all yeah, stuff he's no, done. that's very true because yeah, the whole yeah, he had to come back and yeah, that's true. Yeah, I guess yeah, because he killed it at that cruiserweight for sure. On the AEW news, uh, gonna start small, then go right into the CM Punk stuff. Uh, Who? Uh, Tony Khan wants Goldberg. Or is interested in bringing in Goldberg. <laughs> no. Uh, since commenting ah. on his recent free agency f- uh, a few weeks ago, which we brought to the show, uh, it's been reported that Tony Khan has interest in bringing in the 56-year-old Hall of Famer. Uh, Goldberg has made rounds wanting to have a retirement tour similar to that of what Great Muda did before he retired, though he's not Great Muda, so I don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's not if great. I was him, I would have, <laughs> you know, on my list, I'd be like, yo, you know, if I go to AEW, I'm like, yo, you know, I want to fight Sting. And I want to fight no, maybe man. DDP. You know what I mean? If you want to bring DDP, they've had him there before for a match. You know what I mean? So I don't know if he needs to be signed to AEW, but I think what it'd be do you have him team. He could team with those three. <laughs> That'd be weird, <laughs> but I I feel you because you know you know he's a WCW Mark uh, uh, Tony Khan is, but yeah. anyway, uh, yeah. So he you know he wants to do the uh, you know his retirement tour. But Dave Meltzer has noted that uh, you know when he was doing the matches in Saudi Arabia, he was getting two million per. So that Jesus. indicates his asking price might be a big uh, hurdle to overcome to make him all elite. But the World champion MJF has since uh, responded uh, I did to the news, that. and they now deleted tweets simply stating, quote, I'd beat the living shit out of this roided-up Jew, and then, of course, <laughs> deleted it. So Yeah, I saw I saw it in real time, which is hilarious. Oh, nice. That's even better. Didn't realize it got deleted, but, I mean, look, let me ask you one question before we move on. Mm-hmm. Name one person, even, okay, say, even, I'm not even going to tell you to try to entertain the fantasy of you being a... Goldberg fan, but yeah. just name someone on the AEW roster that you think would be a good match for Goldberg if he were to go with it. Um, may, Chris Jericho. That's about it at this point in his that's, career. That, okay, that, that, that would make sense, right? Right. Yeah. 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 But but, um, but people are pining for Wardlow, and I just don't oh, give a God, shit. I, I just I don't, don't give I was, a shit. About I, it's that funny because I wasn't going there. I was thinking I'm like, what well, they're gonna have him go against the biggest? Uh, what's his name? Satnam Singh. Some, some, nah. dumb, you know what I mean? Like, nah, I'd be yeah, I mean, like, I, I mean, well, who was it? Morrissey, like, he's gonna go out there, all the new big guys, or I mean, because that's all they had him really do with WWE, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, no, exactly. I mean, anyways. I mean, to me, right now, it's Sting and Jericho, but I don't even and, want Sting it. in a match, like, like, to me, like, but with, I don't, with, I don't, with, with, with Goldberg, Goldberg I, I, I get you, yeah, yeah, because we all saw what almost happened with Taker, so I mean, I don't know. But uh, uh, moving on along, yeah, yeah, uh, my bad. I just, I would just, curious. oh, no, you're, you're good, man. I mean, uh, but uh, speaking on, uh, 
the topic of retirement with Chris Van Vliet recently. Sean Spears. I was about to, it's funny you just bring him up. I was going to say they're going to feed Sean Spears at this dude. That's literally Joe what Goldberg. I was thinking. Yeah, I, I was thinking. That. They're, they're gonna, oh, man. And then he well, said, I was like, yep. <laughs> man, I wish you did. Some I love you, Sean. Hey, thanks for liking my post, by the way. You're, you're top notch, dude. Top notch, guys. Him and Wardlow. Yeah, man. Real, real, but, real uh, top guys. Man. Yeah, he was talking about retirement, saying, quote, I don't want to do it much longer, not mm. because I am being forced out of it or anything health wise. I am in very good shape. And then also alluded to having championship aspirations, uh, you know, before retiring, and cited John uh, Huber's moment with his son mm. winning the TNT t- yeah. championship as inspiration, saying, quote, I want to leave something like that with my son. So I don't know. We all want to be champions. That's kind of in the mold. That's why we get into this. But more more so now that I've had them, it's just a stamp to kind of wrap things up for me. So I mean, you know, we did go to the FTR podcast show. Yep. I mean, arguably, are probably the, the first and last live show ever. So that's history now. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Um, however, that's crazy. Yeah, uh, you know, him, Wardlow, and Cash were all there, mm-hmm. and they had talked about possibly doing it like a four a four way version of. of Pinnacle, if they have which a I think is what they should do. Man. I mean, look, it's not out of the realm to see to say that Sean Spears could be a TNT champion. Like, let's be real. You know what no, I mean? and that's probably if we're being legit. I mean, I think the bigger of the jump, way, yeah, the, the, is Wardlow, right? Yeah. Like, well, point, well, to me, it's like based on because booking. of the way, yeah, because of booking, yeah. Wardlow's been booked to look strong his entire career in AW, so it's more believable that he will one day be the world champion. Yeah, Sean Spears has the experience you'd want from a yeah. world champion, but he has not been booked as such throughout yeah. any of his tenures anywhere. But, but a worker is a worker, though. Yeah, like, exactly. So what's, so, so that's why the TNT, proper. Is, yeah, yeah. Is, is, as nice as I can say it, is probably more realistic ceiling for him. Yeah, no. I, I, I mean? I, I, and, but I, I don't would agree. mind that. I could see him also carrying it and, and yeah, representing exactly very well. legitimately, I mean, to be honest. definitely. So yeah, I even mean, if he does have to, you know, even if he brought back the glove or whatever after a while, and yeah, became a heel champ, I wouldn't mind. Bro, like, that. give like, it, giving the belt four good defenses. I feel like he, you could, know what I mean? he four could, or five. Like, you remember how Pac was dominating the cruiserweight, the, the cruiserweight champ, yeah, uh, yeah. championship and division. I feel like you can do that with Sean. You oh really, shit, you okay. really could. Like, hey, I feel like until like. You know, and he's the he's one of the best. Yeah, because yeah, he yeah. puts over. I mean, that match with Sammy was fucking yeah, phenomenal, was, right? Yeah, so yeah. I feel like whoever you want to become, give the TNT championship to, to really get them over the wall finally, as maybe yeah. one of the pillars that haven't won gold or whoever. I feel like you know, which I don't think anyone hasn't won gold. I don't think about it, except for Jungle, Jungle Boy. Boy. No, 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 he won tag well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're so, right. so you're, you know what I mean? True. But like someone else in the ranks, like that, just needs something. You know what I mean? I feel like he would put them over easily because yeah. Sean Spears knows what business yeah, and what, what's you know, best what's for it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just one of those things, man. I mean, I, I think it's for me, like hundred percent, I can see Jay Lethal nah. taking that off of him. Like, yeah, I could, you know what I mean? That, that, that would be actually a pretty good um, program. I think, I think so, too. Like, Because he's a wrestler. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, the, the 10 thing, cool, but, you know. They like, always say, you know what it is? I think it's like a thing. Of, they always say there's those wrestlers that you feel were born in the wrong era. era yeah. And I feel like I feel that, that. that's kind of, That's like you know, a Dolph Ziggler, too, kind of. Yeah, exactly. Like, but uh, um, going, not to, yeah, go ahead. You think that sh- that shit that they did with Dustin Rhodes coming down and like ripping his fucking pants? Like, remember that they, they stripped him down to his? Yeah. You think that was a receipt for the the chair shot for Cody? Because I don't think I, so. I don't because wanna, to me, like, I felt like he never, he never. Uh, I mean, fully I, regained, I never you know? loved that at all because yeah, it's never, you know you pair him with Tully and you're trying to take him seriously because Tully's backing him, but then yeah, every for every couple steps forward, there'd be something like that to yeah. pull him back. Then, but I think I don't know. I just feel like at the same time he was more like, hey, well, 
as long as I'm on TV. I don't think that was a receipt. I mean, there's been he talked about it at the live show. I mean, in in a lot of interviews, you don't hear Cody blame him for anything. Yeah, he gave me gave him and, shit more than anything. Yeah, like yeah. as far as his sense of humor about it. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. And 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 yeah. so to me, like I feel, I don't think hmm. that was like an actual receipt. Yeah, I was mean? just curious about it because like, because mm-hmm. I feel like if someone cracked me in the head, I don't think I think I'd want. If I was mad, I'd, I'd want a similar receipt, mm. not a. I'll hit him where. It hurts. I mean, at the same Make time, it's like stupid. I can't do that. But uh, my older brother gonna uh, come through. And, yeah, because <laughs> maybe that's maybe that was not even him. Maybe yeah. Dustin's like, no, I got an older brother receipt. Yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> but uh, uh, but speaking, my bad. Yeah, go ahead. You good. Speaking of uh, receipts and returns, mm. CM Punk. Let's just get into it. Yeah, Dave yeah. Meltzer has reported that CM Punk's return is scheduled for Saturday, yes, yeah, June seventeenth right? at the United Center in Chicago, which will likely be the debut of AW's new weekly two-hour show, Collision, though no announcement or TV deal has been finalized at this time. I'm sure a deal has been finalized, it just has not been confirmed like publicly yet. Uh, the show is set to be an equal of AW Dynamite in terms of presentation and star power with CM Punk as a major centerpiece, while the Elite and the BCC are expected to stay on AW Dynamite, which I'm sure we all you know, also expected. Furthermore, a rumored meeting is set to take place between Punk and Chris Jericho, which we've talked about a little bit on here, in, a, in an attempt to bury the hatchet and Discuss some creative plans, possibly. Yeah, I with I guess uh, Tony Khan and FTR expected to join that meeting as well. So I um I'm wondering how that dynamic of the you know dual locker rooms or different shows is going to yeah, it's play like an out. unofficial brand well, split. Well, I'm wondering how it's going to play out when there's when it's time for a pay per view when the locker True. room has to be joined. You know what I mean? Yeah, or yeah, or yeah. they have to converge together. So I'm wondering how that's going to be handled. So mm-hmm. I mean, it's just weird. Like for one, collision is a bad name. Let's just say it. Yeah. I mean, I think about explosion for like TNA, I mean, and I, th- I think New Japan they have a lot of collision shows. They they're just too similar. At, you know, it's like it's yeah, kind of dynam- dynamite. Like it incites an action. Uh, you know, which is not explosion, but it's basically explosion. Rampage. Yeah, it's an action word. Collision, actually, you know what I mean. So I, I don't know, man. Combustion, like, yeah, 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 you know, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's only so many you can use, so. <laughs> and he's running out. Yeah, but uh, Dave Meltzer did add yeah. that in terms of uh, the Young Bucks, uh, as of the weekend, uh, this past weekend, there was no resolution to the situation, and there are many situations and things involved. Uh, since I've been asked about this a lot, Punk has not apologized or attempted to make any direct amends to the Young Bucks, although those close to him said that's because he's been told to not have any contact I'm with sure, him. Yeah. Without any contact, he couldn't. Uh, Wade Keller opines that many believe in uh, that the meeting with Jericho will only make things worse, saying, quote, Among the people I've talked to, there's not a high level of confidence that the meeting is going to go well, that it could make things worse, but maybe not. Maybe things to work out but people who have been around punk no punk no people who have known punk for a very long time are not optimistic that ftr mediating a meeting between jericho and punk is going to lead to progress uh but per pw insider in recently you know speaking of the um what was it the all uh the all state uh, arena yeah uh, Punk was recently uh, in Tampa, Florida. Yep. You guys know he does the commentary for Cage Fury fighting uh, championships from time to time. And he was flying back and coincidentally found himself on the same flight as several WWE talents and a WWE producer. And reportedly sat down next to some of them during the flight. And uh, when he learned Raw was to take place at Allstate, he was brought into the arena by some of those friends by the time of the show. Uh, FIFA reports he had interactions with The Miz, apparently buried some heat they've had. Uh, I guess he spoke with uh, Bobby Lashley, Baron Corbin, which I thought that was interesting, and Tamina, which I mean, I've he seen did, video of that. He, he did use Miz in a, in a promo against yeah. MJF, so maybe... 
you know. Yeah, but I mean to say you're a less famous Miz. No, no, like no, no. I'm like, thinking like maybe that was like the the first uh, the first uh, yeah. olive branch there before yeah. we had a chance to like talk to him. I don't yeah, know. Very I, I don't. I don't fucking know. And but then, no, uh, I did Triple hear about H the Tamina thing well. too. Yeah. yeah, I saw a video. Of, yeah, that's what I saw. Lot. But apparently, yeah, he also had brief a very brief interaction with Triple H as well. I did hear about though that. it's being said that you know he asked if he had a few minutes to talk. Uh, and he responded that uh, he would have to ask the big man, and I guess 20 minutes later or so, the head of uh, security came and asked yeah. Punk to leave, which he did without issue. I heard um, it was a Vince, a Vince call, not a... Yeah, not a Triple H call. Yeah, and uh, PW yeah. Insider also reported this was not a publicity stunt by Punk, rather uh, described as a simple visit and mingling with old friends, and uh, AW has reportedly said they have zero concern about him jumping ship, as he still has substantial contract time with them. So I mean, 100%, I mean, especially because of the amount of time with the injuries and stuff like that i mean mm-hmm. you know um and the, uh, obviously i don't believe there's any contract tampering going on here obviously i mean which that, that's probably why vince wants him to fuck out of there but yeah yeah um just on, with that MLW shit yeah yeah i mean they, they just, right yeah now, you yeah. know and so it's and then it's like they got the saudi show coming up they're like so you do have cm punk like no <laughs> yeah, no yeah, no yeah. no you son of beach but yeah i did for the most part i heard what you said but also like yeah that it kind of like turned into like a him trying to you know, bury some stuff with people he may have had some issues with back yeah. there, which, I mean, if that's how he's on, like, maybe that's just what he's on, like, the journey he's on, like, to make, he's like, well, but fuck it, if I'm just going to make things right in the locker room, I got to make things right with the locker room yeah. I, was, I was in, and yada, maybe, yada, Yeah, know. maybe he's trying to do it across the board. I wonder, maybe, I wonder if he maybe. tried to holler at Seth, too, because obviously they had a little bit of heat. Yeah, man. I mean, I I, I, it is curious, though, because it's led people to think, well, why would you want to get along with people you don't work with unless you're looking life to is work short, with? life is short, man, but, dude, but unless like, you're looking to work with them again, you know? So that's what a lot of people kind of you know put uh, allow them to put gas in a fire but moving yeah. on to wwe mm-hmm. news oh mm-hmm. wwe getting sued for discrimination going to jail yes uh <laughs> they uh see uh, vincent man and other executives are facing a new lawsuit they allegedly discriminated and retaliated against a black female writer for objecting to quote offensively racist and stereotypical jargon uh, used in the scripts of black wrestlers, including Bianca Belair and Apollo Crews, according to the lawsuit. Uh, Brittany Abrams, or is it Abrahams, maybe, I believe might be the best. Yeah, when I saw the S on it, I'm like, that might be Abrams, mm-hmm. or it could be Abrahams. Abraham. So I'm going to say sure. Abrahams. Uh, she, yeah, it's... Uh, her lawsuit against WWE, it states that on an, uh, another occasion, a writer allegedly proposed that a Muslim's wrestler's secret in the script yeah. be that he was behind the 9-11 attacks, which would be Mansoor. Mansoor. Which is crazy. Yeah. Others, uh, r- other writers suggested a black male wrestler should dress in drag. Uh, a script including... You know who that was supposed to be? Who? Reggie. He was supposed to uh, the one to dress up like a girl and do a tag match with Carmella against two other women. Yeah, uh, they're trying to do the old Santino bit or what? I get, I don't know, but mm. like, I guess I don't know. But drag sounds very specific. Instead of dressing yeah. like a woman, uh, a script including uh, instructing Bianca Belair to say, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, don't make me take off my earrings and beat your ass." And actually, she has commented on this before. Yeah, did, and it's a I constant thing they have tried to get her to say, and she's constantly rejected it. Uh, and then Apollo Crews would speak with a quote stereotypical and exaggerated Nigerian accent, but was rebuffed. But I think we all saw a version of that, you know, yeah. when, when he did have his Which, heel turn. Which, when you see it, you're like, okay, like you kind of thought it was maybe his idea, but yeah. then 
to like pay respects to his heritage, but you're like, nah. I, I mean, maybe mm-hmm. maybe the presentation of the colors, because he can still pay tribute with just the colors. You know what I mean? For yeah. those that know, then then they know he shot him out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, a key and detail that. in the lawsuit also states that Bianca informed the plaintiff that she told Chris Dunn, who's involved in a lawsuit, he's one of the names listed, yeah. three different times that I don't want to say that line, but he never listens to me. He puts that line in every week. She also uh, described the script's discriminatory lines uh, that were made to make her look ghetto. And yeah. I was just like, yeah, kind of. You know what I mean? So, But, yeah, man, apparently this uh, Brittany Abrams was fired uh, ultimately, you know, uh, before this came out. So that's where the, uh, you know, I think the termination part comes from, too, or the retaliation part, I should say. But, um, man, they can't get your ass out of, out of trouble, can they? Like, yes. I mean, at first they try to make it seem like it's all Vince, but then Vince is one of a few names listed. I think it was uh, Vince, Chris Dunn, Stephanie McMahon was in there. I, I don't know if Triple H was in there, but a few a few people. You know? Yeah, see, so it says uh, Stephanie McMahon, Vince McMahon, Mike Heller, uh, Christine Lebrano, Jennifer Pepperman, Ryan Callahan, Chris Dunn. And the Ryan Callahan thing, I guess... He's the name that's been involved with a lot of the what they call. Yeah, the I just quote, saw his name a lot uh, in this Mansour trans. Uh, yeah, yeah, transcript yeah. Too. I guess he. Yeah, exactly. A lot of it is coming from him. So it's like he's been involved with a lot of the daunting details in the current lawsuit. Is as of today, his position is the current vice president of WWE SmackDown. And oh, said, he's the one that. Wow. And it said that okay. he previously was fired as Raw's lead writer in 2019. I did after hear that. Uh, reportedly being classed as quote too difficult to work with. But so instead of being removed, he got sent to SmackDown pretty much. You know what I mean? So, so what kind of skeleton you think he got? In the uh, it seems like this fool has a couple of like a couple of phobics uh, attached to his name. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, That's not good, man. Yeah, um, especially when you, when you got and, the and a couple, for couple of phobics and a couple of it's <laughs> attached to his name. I you see, feel me? I see. Um, so I don't know, but yeah, never good. Good look, but all right. I mean, yeah. Hmm. Well, moving on to maybe some better news for WWE. Hopefully, uh, they uh, <laughs> hopefully uh, they reached a new deal with Twitch. Uh, they have a new I deal that will now allow talent to earn an income uh, while using the platform. With WWE taking only a reported quote small single figure percentage per Fightful Select. Uh, Wrestling Observer's Brian Alvarez also specified that the percentage would be coming from the Twitch side rather than the talent side, while Andrew Zarian reports the deal was described to him as, quote, very talent-friendly, with Hmm. WWE going above and beyond to negotiate for talents to receive a larger cut than other creators on the platform. Uh, But Fightful has also noted the only restriction for the new deal is that superstars will need to get permission from WWE ahead of time before engaging with talents from other companies, which I'm sure Mm. might be towards... The Xavier Woods, you know, of, of <laughs> they, the, they stay trying you know, to block him, bro. Uh, you know, but I mean, permission's not bad. You know, what I mean, I mean, it's, and everything else, it's not a bad <laughs> counterbalance. I guess my thing is, is, is he's not like presenting the show as he's Xavier Woods on the show. Yeah, he's Austin Creed, which is still not even his real name. Yeah, I'm sure you know it's I mean? all about them pre-approving what is going to be talked about. Don't talk about. You know the and I believe, the company politics. I think, I think Claudio is Claudio, and I believe even yeah. even Cole, he's Austin on the show. He's not oh, really or Chugs. He's Chugs. Chugs. But, that's you right. know what I mean. So it's like, well, you know, yeah. you would think that it's not about a likeness situation there. It's like totally he's independent. Punch. He's Chugs. He's like, <laughs> it's not a, a, a yeah. Oh yeah, that's what it was. It was Budge. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Budge. 
<laughs> oh man, that didn't age well. Man, um, no, definitely. <laughs> but what, else we got, what else we got on the news docket, my friend? Uh, we got uh, draft rumors and updates for the WWE. As you guys know, mm. I believe tonight uh, it will be the WWE, the first yeah, night. Yeah, the, the first WWE night, draft, and then and I think then, it's, what, Monday yeah. after? Mm-hmm. So PW Insider is reporting that WWE officials are currently discussing the following NXT names for the upcoming WWE draft. Pretty Deadly, who have impressed recently at main roster live events. Honestly, like, I don't know what else they can do at this point. Yeah, and like, I got a little bit more on that too because it you know uh yeah. going to my review it seems like they got written off in my in my opinion uh cameron Grimes, uh, makes yeah yeah very right. true i did watch it so mm-hmm. just, that wouldn't make sense because yeah. i'm like well okay what do they do now <laughs> yeah so, uh cameron grimes which we've been hearing about zoe stark as well Ilya dragunov has been added to the list and tyler Bate, who recently impressed in a main event match versus uh dolph ziggler uh, with that sounds like a delightful match, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, other draft rumors include the Bloodline staying on SmackDown, Cody Rhodes staying on Raw to stay away from Roman for the time being, Judgment Day moving to SmackDown, Imperium moving to Raw, and Austin Theory moving to SmackDown, while KO and Sammy appearing for both brands uh, while they're still Universal Tag Team Champions. What I did hear is that uh, uh, USA wants Roman on Raw. Oh, I doubt it's gonna happen. Yeah, the, Box they, is like, gonna fight them ba- all basically. Away. They want they they rather have Roman on Raw over the new title. Oh well, I got more in the new title. That's actually yeah. my next. Uh, I, fi- I figured it was gonna yeah. be some sort of. But uh, Fightful has added that talents are not being told ahead of time which brand they're going to be drafted to, meaning all the reactions on tonight's SmackDown and Monday's Mm. Raw will be a shoot for the most part. Mm. Uh, It should be noted that Johnny Gargano has re-aggravated a shoulder injury from December and is currently undergoing physical therapy, so he won't be part of the draft, as well as AJ Styles, who's still dealing with his ankle injury. Uh, Other names who are expected to be part of the uh, draft, or aren't expected to be part of the draft, include Robert Roode, Big E, Gable Stevenson, John Cena, Carmella, uh, Alexa bliss and bray wyatt as they were not part of the main draft graphic but time will tell maybe they're they weren't advertised on purpose to be presented as surprise picks or whatnot you know so Mm. but uh yeah going back to the belt you're talking about the new world heavyweight championship uh belt i i don't think it's makes sense to go into a whole discussion uh, I think I I, I, no, I didn't saw, realize I, saw, I was on our. No, I saw, I saw. I was like, you, you was uh, on uh, Mega Ran's post. Yeah, because he yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mega Ran put it out. And he did also back it up. Say this is actually the merch version that I posted. The, the, the oh, photo. okay. But I still feel the same way. When I saw it on Raw, I felt the exact same way, and I said, I think uh, it looks like the big gold belt at, at, swallowed yeah. the modern or the the current IC belt. It got so, so many the one likes. That, the one that Gunther had. Yeah, yeah. It got so many likes. Or I would even say the one that Nakamura really made it. The uh, yeah. uh, you know no, uh, but yeah, just just to clarify, I was yeah. trying to figure out which one. Yeah, and um, you know, yeah, got a lot of likes. Few people even agreed because that's kind of what it looks like, you know. And I feel like clearly, you know, it it it's got it's got to have old, the you know it's going to have the logo on it at some point. Yeah, which but, a lot of people think is a Vince thing, but it has since been confirmed by Sports Illustrated that the unveiling was entirely Triple H's idea. Uh, and, sure. and rumors are, have already begun to swirl that um, because you know it's supposed to be what uh, whoever wins at Night of Champions is going to yeah. be champion. Seth Rollins apparently is like the rumored like favorite of of, of Triple H. I'm, supr- to, you know, I'm to, surprised to put the strap on. as opposed to like Cody. Uh, apparently, yeah. Mm. And then per worked wrestling official, or I'm sorry, per worked wrestling officials of WWE are discussing the possibility of going back to separate. PLEs or pay-per-view oh, events like per brands. Yeah, but remember when brands, they did yeah. that, they got burnt out. It was like almost every two weeks, 
another one was coming up. I mean, when it first started, it wasn't bad because you had like Dean Ambrose, you know, away from the shield, being able to do his own thing. And then you had AJ Styles yeah. on the show. But it always felt like you can afford to miss a show because it's going to get recapped to hell on SmackDown or who, whatever. Very anyway, true. you know, like I just remember like when they brought back No Mercy, that's when I kind of got got back into the exclusive, the brand exclusive ones. But yeah, yeah very I do, true. I do remember it starting to like, wait, this is who's now and this is for what? And why mm. do you know? There's this many feuds on one show. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> they need to be settled on a two-hour show. Like it's like it's crazy. Yeah, definitely. Uh, moving on, Biggie injury update. Told you, revolving news, yeah. baby. <laughs> Last time we spoke, I said he was getting ready to do his one-year scans. He has now, uh, you know, responded to that. He said, "We just did the one-year scans after WrestleMania. It was a little later because nice. of WrestleMania. Nice. We need to sit down with the doctors at some point and figure out what the next step is. From my perspective, I feel great. I have no functioning issues, no pain issues. I've been in the gym since two weeks after I broke my neck, and I'm feeling great. So mm. uh, that's that's the most he got. And that's from the <laughs> Battleground like, podcast. Let's put some more meat on that neck, baby." <laughs> Just me, no bread, no water, <laughs> no water. Just me. Oh man! And then finally, uh, man, we've been making jokes about this anytime we get a chance to. But Ted DiBiase Jr. As you Jeez, know, and yeah. I'm just gonna say this the same way that I heard it on uh, Wrestle Talk is trying was trying to fuck on the poor people. <laughs> it's a, yeah. The referee tried to fuck on me. DiBiase tried to um, fuck on us. So uh, he, yeah, uh, DiBiase Jr. Uh, has recently been charged with six counts of wire fraud and four counts of money wire laundering, fraud, uh, among other charges per a sealed federal indictment. Uh, that indictment was unsealed in, uh, I believe it was Missouri, and uh, apparently DiBiase was found to be part of a scheme to misappropriate more than $77 million in safety net funds intended for low-income individuals Ooh. from the Emergency Fluid Assistance Program and Temporary Assistance for Needy Families Program. <laughs> now, no, this fluid is, meant like fluid fluid money. Yeah, like, seriously. We could move it anywhere he and do was whatever. A, he was awarded five Jeez. of those sham contracts through those programs for <sighs> social services, but instead used the federal funds to purchase a vehicle a boat and uh use some uh for a down payment on a house Ugh. and now you should definitely you know walk with me talk with me here again six counts of wire fraud four counts of money laundering right so each count of wire fraud comes with a max penalty of 20 years possibly Fuck. and each count of money laundering comes with a max penalty of 10 years meaning dbs could be facing 50. very serious time well you're talking oh no no 50 just for the laundering right because it was well, five counts laundering it was four counts laundering Oh, four, so that could be oh, 40, 40. That okay. could be 40 years just off laundry. Yeah, at the max. You can get he can get up to 120 years if for, for all six counts of wire fraud, Fuck. possibly. Not, not Clearly, not, not including the yeah, laundry. Yeah, but now what? he was involved. He wasn't the main the guy. Leader. So I don't know if he'll get the max, but it's just dad. letting us serious. It's, 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 it's the million dollar man. It's a million years. Where, where, where were you? Uh <laughs> Irvin R. Shryster. I know. <laughs> I told you you should have kept me around for the audit. And it's funny that this happens right around like April's coming to an end too, right? Yeah, seriously. Jeez. But anyway, that is the news this week, my man, friend. Um, I appreciate you, man. Yeah, no problem, um, man. Whew, crazy. By the way, uh, rest in peace to uh, Bushwhacker. Was it Butch? Uh, Luke? Or Luke. Let me double check on that. Yeah, that's a good question. I know we, we, were, we were missing out on... Uh, paying respects i know it wasn't this week it was i believe like i think it was probably the week after uh wrestlemania i think it was the weekend of i think it was like that monday it might have been uh announced right yeah like, like literally like the day after mania was done right i think it's butch let me see yeah he died in la at 78 Jeez. this was reported on the fourth so 
And yeah, I believe yeah, it was the Monday after. I'm, I'm trying. To, I got to do more digging because it's either him or it's uh, the quote unquote cousin Luke, right? That that did the whole spot in the Royal Rumble. I believe so. Let me see. <laughs> oh, 78 man. that's crazy but yeah, yeah, no, yeah definitely I, I rest mean, in paradise man man you want to know what's crazy is uh i believe they said that shane mcmahon i think they say he's 53 right now which is the age that vince mcmahon was when he first was doing the stone cold oh really stuff. and i was like word i was like that's crazy i was like yeah this guy's fucking old it's <laughs> <laughs> no like respect. jesus yeah that's why he blew that shit yeah. out like, what bro. what do you mean what Jet black mustache, pal. <laughs> Get on my level. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, you want to go first? You want me to go first? What you yeah, want to no, do? I don't mind going first, man. I, I def- definitely had um, spring breaking. Spring breaker. I just love how uh, at one point Booker kept calling it spring breakout. Like he was just, he was not getting. He was saying, there was, that was, he, he got someone else's name wrong too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Oba, he called Oba, Oba Fema. He goes, it's Femi book. Oh, oh no, I, I know. I, I, I got, I got you. I got you. know, just like you're We even might let him hear. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Man. That shit was funny. But now we kick it off with a trunk match. D'Angelo family going against Pretty Deadly. Uh, they do, they do win. I give it uh, an NXT. The, they, the D'Angelo they, family. Oh uh, yeah, I mean they never run low on ideas. Yeah, no, they, they really don't. I mean, it, it, I was really soured on the idea. I was like, I get, I get it. You know, I, last time we did review, I told you how they, they snuck him with the crowbar and threw him in the trunk. I totally get it. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it makes sense how it got there. But the steps are getting getting uh, ridiculous. But here's some ups for you, man. Stax and Tony bringing a wheelbarrow of weapons to the ring, giving me ECW vibes. Well, kind of leaning <laughs> into the severity of the stipulation. Uh, some tag synergy showcased by the uh, D'Angelo family. Like, there was the hip toss cannonball spot they did. And then there was a rib breaker diving elbow drop combo, which is mm. sort of like the ghetto blaster. But the yeah, ghetto yeah. blaster is more of a pendulum man, backbreaker. M- m- so. More like the, what's it, the, the decimation? Uh, yeah, yeah, the or uh, uh, yeah, the total, total, total or demolition, total demolition. Yeah, one of those. Uh, but and then uh, I know, and then uh, <laughs> another know uh, another up for me. Uh, I, what you don't see a lot of teams doing this is pretty deadly. Reading the room, seeing the tables propped up, people are chanting they want it, so they pick it up and then they move it all the way up the ramp and <laughs> through the curtain. Those guys are good, in, bro. In protest of, like the fan chants, that was that was good. And it's like you don't know if that was even planned or that they just just playing to the the character. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then uh, I would say some downs because there was a spot where. Uh, you know, because there were some good spots like Stacks drop kicks a trash can lid in Prince's face. Tony D he actually rams the wheelbarrow into Prince's injured knee. You know, because that they clipped his knee with a crowbar in the beginning of yeah. this whole thing. You know, yeah, I saw that. Uh, but at one point, man, um, what's his name? Uh, Tony D hits this somersault takedown that he does on the floor, and then he deadlift back drop back back body drops him onto his partner, like into a kind of like a senton, like a senton, thing. yeah. And they fall that, into yeah. the kiddie pool, which I get it, you know, but. Right in picture in picture, you see Stacks pick up the boogie board and <laughs> yeah, do like dude. a senton. No, I'm just like, bro, y'all. It's not y'all, a boogie board according to yeah, yeah, according yeah, to yeah, exactly. It's yeah. a surfboard. It's a surfboard. But to me, I felt like y'all literally held him down against the steps while you try to clobber him with the crowbar, and he got out the way very last minute. So to me, I'm like, to see him be that. Um, Dangerous, yeah, and then go into a boogie board spot, and then I think the boogie board got used like a couple times. And I was yeah. just like, "Yo, come on, man!" Like this is stuff we did in the obviously in the pool, obviously as kids to pretend that we're hitting each other with, with, chairs. with a chair, but, but it's, it's like, like, come on, man, it's a slight smack, like yeah, it's not even a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. It was, just, and then the, the reason why I hated Booker T trying to like 
pretend he knew what he was talking about is like he was like correcting Vic because Vic called Bro. it like a floating device or something. Yeah, like, yeah. What do you mean? That's a, that's a surfboard, Vic. You ain't yeah. never seen a surfboard. Yeah, like, dude, he, that, that's he did a, a lot of. That's the thing about Booker T. When he tries to correct, I can't yeah. tell if he's doing it on purpose to sound out of touch. Did you get me to talk about it yeah. on the podcast? Yeah, or? I don't know. But uh, there was a couple other spots I thought was cool. Pretty Deadly did this like Charlie Brown football punt spot. Um, the uh, there's one point where they hang stacks in a tree of woe, force them to watch while they like you know hit Tony with a chair and double suplex him through a trash can, like really playing Ooh. on that whole like loyalty thing. Yeah. And then they hit uh, stacks of spilled milk on the floor, toss him in the trunk. Stacks actually uses the fire extinguisher to escape, and then uh, Tony comes in and sends Elton into the trunk by blasting him in the face with a crowbar. Uh, so and, then, uh, and then uh, they hit Prince with I guess what they're calling a bada bing bada boom. It's a double that, that, spine that's buster. What, that's what Vic called it. Well, yeah, he yeah. called it again after uh, after like the when they did the the replay too so yeah oh yeah like, oh okay yeah. i thought it maybe he just said it just to say exactly that's that's or, or, or maybe that's what he told him to say before the match possibly you know, like get that over but it me. was like through like a one of those small tables nearby and then they throw yeah. him in a trunk and then uh yeah they win the match and drive off later and then you see uh later on vignettes. i just say yeah. <laughs> i'll just go to the post match they're shown at the docks and tony tells stacks uh, man, I was easier than the trunk, <laughs> you know. And he goes, "You think it's deep enough?" And he goes, "Hey, they're deep enough to hang with Luca Brazzi, yeah, you know." And I'm like, like, "Oh, I the obligatory Godfather thing." And then they stake claim for the NXT tag titles and say Gallus better move smarter before they end up like Pretty Deadly did, which is very indicative of sleeping with the fishes. Which you know, the last guy that did that too, Cole, up, Cole yeah, Carter. Yeah, yeah, was he, it Cole he, Carter? Uh, one of those. I forgot what his fucking name he, was. He dimes, right? Dimes. Yeah, he ends up leaving. The, you know, so that's why I'm, I'm thinking it means they're they're heading the main, you know, the main roster maybe. But Sax goes to close the trunk and he says, "It was a long ride. I bet they needed some water." <laughs> Which I thought was like, "These dudes, <laughs> yeah, man." Yeah. So I, I thought I definitely thought that was that was uh, funny. But uh, yeah, man, that was a uh, not not a bad match to kick it off with. Uh, Braun Breaker went against Andre Chase. Saw that. Um, kind of a squash. What I ups I would say is Duke gives Chase a one on one pep talk that kind of fires yeah. enough to hand out a Chase shoe size ass whooping ahead of the match and then I just love how Chase immediately took the fight to Braun before the bell rings to kind of play up the urgency of you know combating a, like a he, guy he know, like him he knows you know? who he's in the ring with yeah, oh yeah, yeah 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 he very much knows the threat he's up against Downs I would say is Booker you know he used to run down all, Chase you all day and yeah. now he was lending into Credence following Duke being the MVP award winner and like you know on some Andre chases on some I need more than an award from mm. you what have you done for me lately like he needs you know what I mean I was yeah, kind of yeah. like bro you didn't even like him like three weeks ago you yeah, know what I mean so, so now, all of a sudden you, you, you but he's the king of switching up back and forth spots I liked true. was uh, Andre does hit the rolling Russian leg sweep he go, and then goes for the chase you stomps but Braun blocks his foot at H hits that military press power slam that locks in the Steiner recliner for the win it looks like he's gonna oh, be using that as okay. like his heel finish I'm thinking so uh so have to uh, peel back off that bulldog a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, apparently. Yeah, you know what I mean? Uh, Ilya Dragunov and Dijak have this backstage segment. Very big up because Ilya is just walking in and is about to get asked a question. And he gets hit with a stiff-ass boot by Dijak. And, like, honestly, man, he, he like, repeatedly whips him hard into some nearby ladders. Just looks very shoot. And then uh, we get a roll-up a roll door spot. But it's not the same that we usually see. Like, you actually see, like, there's a struggle. Where like he's trying to pull it down and it's not rolling fluidly, so he continues to 
kick at Ilya. Then he continues to roll it down. Ilya stops it, and there's like this struggle. And then he finally, like I think, kicks him in the in the face, and then like Oof. just rams it on on you know just really really good way to further the blood feud that's eventually gonna be the clash with these two. You know what I mean? So you know because he kept going, you feel alive yet? Huh? You feel alive? You like pain, right? You know because I think I told you he said if pain makes you feel alive, then I'm yeah. gonna make you feel immortal or something. Yeah. Like that, you know. Uh, next we have Core J taking on Lyra Valkyria. Um, she, uh, Cora wins with a double arm DDT. This is what I'll say, man. Yeah, um, it was out of position a little bit. There was a lot, of, was. a lot of stuff there. But I mean, commentary noting and reminding fans how long this match took to take place because this all came from her eliminating Cora Jade in that big yeah. battle royal back in the day. Yeah. I think that was great. Big up. Down is. It's a really good back and forth to kick the match off, but then like it goes to picture in picture, and which gets hindered, you know, which hinders the whole momentum, in my opinion. The you could see visible talking by Cora, and then there's just mm. botching of various sequences, you know, and there's like that that hesitation that they both have, and it just takes me out of the match, you know, in any momentum built in the match like right away. So, but um, what I will say is that. Um, you know, really good spots by Lyra. Like I said, she continues to, to impress. She hits a diving missile drop kick at one point. Very good technique. She hits a back-to-back Northern Lights and a fisherman suplex as well. But basically, the end comes where Cora argues with the ref about bringing her pipe into the match. And then Lyra, or Lyra tries to spin kick it. But then, I guess, Cora lets go of it. Yeah. So the ref takes it. And you, vis- you audibly hear her say, my bad, which I was like, I don't understand what this is supposed to be. So Lyra, like, misses. And then yeah. when she spins... She chop blocks her goes, leg. Yeah, but she's just out of position with yeah. the chop block where she, like, you know. Yeah, and it, then hits the double on DDT. And it was a good double on DDT, yeah, but it was just but a very. Getting there, it was, it was rough. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this takes us to the, uh, which I thought would be the main event, but it wasn't. Carmelo Hayes taking on Grayson Waller for the NXT World Championship. Yeah, I was really um, surprised. Big ups, formal pre-match intros, love it. Explosive start with both men trying to end things quick with pinning combos, loved it. At one point, Waller, uh, targets Hayes' left leg during picture-in-picture for a while, but uh, even on screen, like, to kind of halt the athleticism that we know Melo to hit. Uh, And, uh, yeah, man, I mean, the way he – because he hits that fadeaway leg drop at one point, and he sells the leg masterfully. You know what I mean? Like, Hayes knows what he's doing. He's he's, he's, – yeah. uh, The only – the downs I will have, though, he does hit a pump kick later in the match with the same leg that he was selling – you know, and it's just kind of like, you know, if you're going to sell it after hitting offense, you should keep doing it, you know? Yeah, I would think so. You know, and then... I mean, because that's go both ways, bro. Like, yeah, definitely. And, you know, we, we get a lot of the... Uh, the dope spots we see from Mello, you know, like the springboard sit out lariat. He does the, I'm calling it the split legs apron snap suplex. That's yeah, not yeah. at all what it is, but that's it's the like best a, way. Like, but he scissors his legs yeah. with the rope. Yeah, it's weird. Like, yeah. And then uh, something I thought was interesting was Waller gets frustrated, right? And then throws a chair into the ring and then distracts the ref. And then he pulls out another chair and he attacks Trick with it. Yeah. And I Trick gets carried yeah. off later. But I was kind of like, yeah, but you wouldn't have been. You know, you wouldn't uh, you wouldn't have been DQ'd anyway for hitting trick. You know, so yeah, that, that, but, but they they say it on a uh, commentary though the same thing. Yeah. Oh, there was a springboard. I can only describe it as a springboard sheer drop DDT by Hayes. Literally jumps, you know, off the middle rope backwards and DDTs Waller. But it was just so high. That's why I say sheer drop. He like literally just bounces up backwards and just catches him with a DDT on the way down. It was like fucking. Like even Booker was like, "That's gonna be on Twitter," <laughs> you know. What I mean? 
he's like, he stole my moves again, sucker. Yeah, man. And, and I, I, I used to say I was him. Man. Oh, at one point, Hayes goes for another springboard, and uh, he actually gets intercepted by the rolling stunner, but he rolls out of the ring before the, he could get the pinfall. Hayes gets put through a, the announcer's table with a diving elbow Waller does from the top rope. Uh, and then he tries for the, you know, he, he's been doing the fireman's carry sit-out sp- spine buster, apparently, which I, I didn't realize that was his move. But he actually counters it with the code breaker, which apparently is called the uh, first 48. But yeah, yeah. But Booker didn't call it that. And later on, like you said, overcorrecting literally when he uh, because what happens is he goes for another rolling stunner because at one point um Mello's able to start kicking at. Grayson's leg but it's not at the rate that Grayson was working over his leg Mm -hmm. but for some reason Grayson goes for the rolling stunner but when he hits the roll kind of collapses on his leg to get up from the somersault Mm -hmm. and then he gets hit with a basement super kick which sets him up perfectly to hit the uh, the nothing but net yeah and that's how he retains but in my mind that was why it was a down is like but there wasn't a lot of time spent or it didn't translate well like the targeted offense to his leg no no you know what not, i mean yeah it was i mean to to, to for, yeah he was able to hit all those other moves before, prior to that on yeah. his leg and, and and he hit the stunner before and it's like yeah, and, and it was after that, after the, that center, he started targeting his league. But, again, I didn't feel like – you're not seeing him slamming it on the apron. He's I was not gonna going say, for like, a figure like, four. It's he not don't, like it's nobody – Not one dragon screw. It uh, was all leg kicks. Cause like, and it's not like he's not, It's not like he's some uh, MMA, like, you know, outbreak guy that's known for his leg kicks. You're like, no, he'll put you out with the yeah, calf kicks. Exa- yeah, you know what I mean? Like, you but, know what I mean? Like, but going back to the talking over Vic thing, like Vic he ain't is, or nothing like that. Like, right, yeah. But Vic goes to call nothing but net. He does say it, but Booker talks over him and yells, first 48, first 48. And then, like, it's just, like, this awkward, like, no. And then during the, the replays, Vic kind of – cordially goes as you see the you know the code breaker counter he says and as you were saying booker the first 48 and it's like we all know that's not when he said it he's like uh, i'm just gonna correct you on live tv yeah definitely but another you need to know to stop talking <laughs> over me another up was mellow actually grabs mike cuts a promo challenging braun to battleground next month invites him to the ring to let's talk about it like you mm. know him and trick are waiting for him but you could just tell by the way the, the camera keeps switching braun's coming in from the rear yeah, sneak, he spears yeah. the fuck out of a trick i will say out of nowhere Ooh. and then he picks up uh mellow and hits the uh press slam power slam that he's been doing and then uh you know he basically gets the recliner on uh trick when he's tapping like crazy and then he uh goes outside and there's like this piece of spring breaking set i guess it's not in in the front where the ramp is it's like in the corner where roman would definitely spear you through a barricade and that's kind of what he did speared him through the set you know they and always then, got and him so like my other down picking is apart that, some part of the set bro yeah seriously and then and it was cool because, you know, he had to punch his way to get out of it. You know, it seemed cool. But to me, I feel like as the newest champion, him getting stretchered out made him look weak. That early, In my too, opinion. Yeah. yeah, that's what I felt. Y'all don't need Braun to look that strong. Yeah, like, I feel already, like he, he already, y'all already got him strong. I was going to say, you already have the heat there. You don't yeah. need to, you know, so. 
But anyway, going on. Uh, for, That's weird. Uh, we had a backstage segment. It was Mark Coffey on the phone. Then he gets approached by Joe Gacy and Ava Rain. Uh, the upstart, Gacy points out, I guess, in the triple threat tag team title match against, uh, I believe it was the Creed Brothers and the Dyad. The Dyad in, did not get pinned in the title match and uh, wants to make a deal with Coffey for a singles match next week. If Gacy wins, the Dyad get a fair ti- uh, tag title match. But if Coffey wins, the Dyad can no longer challenge for the titles as long as Gallus are champs. And then uh, he walks away and they agree on it but Ava like reminds Gacy you know she's like don't forget to get yours like they don't even look at him they're just staring at what's his name walking off you know and he just laughs he goes in time you know with a smile and I was like what the fuck does that mean so but I brought this up because um also the dyad so, just the, the response like, I'm like what the fuck does that mean I mean because it has me intrigued you know but uh I will say well, I don't think we brought this on the show but the dyad who did request their releases I think over Wrestlemania weekend they have yeah. been denied um and yeah they have confirmed via Twitter that they uh are free agents I believe on the 14th and 15th of October so yeah that should be interesting if they're going to go back to being the grizzled young veterans or the just the vets or, you know, whatever it is. But um, The rusty old rookies. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Um, the next know. match, I'll only bring this up, is uh, Briggs and Fallon took on Jensen and Kiana James in a mixed tag match. Yeah. Briggs and Fallon win with a clothesline from hell following some malfunction at the junction between the love, I guess the lovebirds. Post-match, Kiana is frustrated by the loss and goes to slap Jensen, but he blocks it and goes, well, why would you hit me if you, you said you love me? And then she finally clarifies never she loved never him. loved him, then takes her designer bag and leaves. And then Jensen, uh, he just sulks and kind of seeks comfort from Briggs. And I just felt like I wouldn't say just saying, Seeked comfort more oh, yeah, than Briggs went yeah, out. Yeah, and yeah, just offered. Get, yeah, because yeah. con- they just had a consolation. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So. I mean, it, I thought it was a little much to have him get his own uh, singles tights for just one night. Yeah, and <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, the look he had. Was yeah, it was pretty, fine. Pretty, pretty yeah, good. Yeah, it, you know it I mean? wasn't so. bad. You know. Uh, Dragon Lee and uh, Backstage Seg only brought this up because uh, you brought Reggie up earlier, and there's uh, Jeez, uh, yeah. actual, you know. Uh, up it. for scripts this time but yeah. lee is there he does an interview basically saying he set his sights on noam noam dar's uh heritage cup yeah then he walks yeah. away and then scripts has this visual that appears on the on the screen behind mckenzie and he's calling out axiom one more time and what i liked about it is that he actually went from the voice changer and then actually started using his real voice and i don't think that's happened yet but to me i feel like Okay, that's at least one minute step in the right direction. Other than that, the down is that the scripts versus Axiom storyline is still going on. No one cares. With no, yeah, with nothing to, to show for it at all. Uh, moving on, Sol Ruka is the latest victim to be attacked with the PC. This so, uh, is shown by NXT Anonymous. Uh, Oba Femi, uh, he, I guess they're doing this thing where I guess they seem like they're showcasing a new... Uh, I forgot what the who it was last week, but there was a, another guy, Tank something. Yeah, um, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah you're right. I forgot. So it seems like the, I forgot what the, the name of this kind of like a, some doing. sort of like an initiative, sort of showcase. Yeah, type so of thing. I wonder if they're doing this once once a week or something. But Obafemi, hmm. uh, you know, just so he he debuted six six three hundred and ten pounds. Uh, you know, he could wasn't squat bad. seven ten pounds for two reps. Clean 450 pounds max and push press is 450 pounds for two reps. Uh, Ups, I'll say, there's a short vignette that played before his debut showcasing his strength. And it was funny because the way I wrote it, I didn't know that that's what he did in college. But I said, 
he you see him showcasing his strength as he successfully shot puts a beer keg, a recliner chair, a couch, and a flat screen with ease. And then they note on commentary that he was a Division One track and field standout who dominated at ten, Tennessee State, yeah. transferred to Alabama for better competition to become an indoor-outdoor shot put champion. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, to me, I felt like – this was a very effective debut of a new talent by NXT, but I wonder if like the weekly showcase thing is going to get uh, a bit too stale or become a trope too soon, too fast, or or you know what I mean like it just I don't it feels a little formulaic now at this point. But um, he you know he had a pretty good you know there, he had a huge release back suplex that I said resembled a Beal throw by Keith Lee upon impact, um, and at one point you know he does hit this. Uh, I would say thunderous pop up kneeling power bomb for the win. Uh, the only down I would say is, um, you know, this was a good look for Gigi, but for some reason, like she just jumps on commentary yeah. and hijacks a headset and calls out, you know, um, JC for a match next week says, Oh, my younger brother's going to be there live to watch me cave your face in. But I felt like it kind of took away from the desired effect of the debut of Oba, but um, you know, cause it had nothing to do with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, other, yeah, other, I mean it was just kind of out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, other than that, just in terms of involve, uh, you know, or, or things that that transpired, uh, we see Dempsey and Gulak have a backstage interview. Dempsey claims he exposed West's uh, in-ring weaknesses last week and says Lee constantly defends his title because he has an inferiority complex. Uh, Gulak calls him out for a title match next week, and then uh, he obliges. Which and later we see Tyler Bate offer to corner West for the match and teach him some pre-match meditation. Though it seems like they're both talking about two different things. Um, and uh, no, they were talking about the same thing, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, we do have uh, match announcements or West Leavers Drew Gulak for the North American Championship, and then JC Jane will take on Gigi Dolan. This takes me to the main event, man. Um, ups, you know, it's Indy Hartwell defending against Tiffany Stratton and Roxanne Perez. Um, great match, good effort by Indy, but she did get hurt in the match if you have not heard yet. Um, No, I didn't hear that. So, ups are there's a formal pre-match introductions, love that, dueling pins and holds by all involved to put over the unpredictability. So that was a shoot because I know she, she, uh, I saw that when she walked back out, but I didn't think that was, I thought that was just part of the match. Yeah, and uh, another up I liked was there's this David uh, versus Goliath chemistry every time Perez and Indy mixed it up for sure. Uh, But yeah, man, spots I would say or, well, let me get the downs first. There was a bots double rope bounced arm drag to Stratton and Indy by Roxanne. Um, you know, an, obviously a big down is Indy injuring her ankle as a result of uh, catching. Because there was a um, there was a, there was a big diving attack by Tiffany, which was impressive, but it was just the way she oh, had she to land. The flip on top of him. Yeah, I didn't so realize it was her that ankle kind of bended in a awkward Ooh, way. You know, I know and, about that. Man. Oh yeah. So, Jeez. and uh, I will say, after she got removed from the match, it seemed like the momentum took a big hit. You know, because. You could tell they were kind of calling it on, on the fly. Oh, it got man. a little clunky after that uh, between Perez and Stratton. I don't know Stratton. if Tiffany knows how to call anything on the fly it, yet. Exactly. You know what I mean? mean? And then Roxanne's still young, too. So I don't know. Exactly. Don't know. And then at one point, um, you know, Stratton gets hit with a spine buster when Indy returns, you know. and uh, But then gets right back up like a few moments later to get into position for the next spot. Wasn't a fan of that. You know what I mean? I know they had to. You know, do what they I, had to do. Yeah, with. yeah exactly. And, uh, you know, and then when Indy came in, she hit these running boots with the injured foot, and you could see how much it pained her to do it, you know? And I was just like, yo, I don't think she had to run on it. Yeah, man. Ugh. You know what I'm saying? And so, but, um, you know, just to get to the spots, 
Uh, what I did like is Stratton counters a Hurricane Rana attempt by Perez uh, with a very stylistic cartwheel deflexor athletic side a little bit. Um, you know, at one point, Stratton uh, counters a running Hurricane Rana by Perez by popping her up. And then uh, uh, Perez turns it into a pop-up Thez press onto Indy, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, at some point, though, like after, like I said, after she came back into the match, um, she does manage to come in limp, limping in, break up a pin. She manages a standing spine buster, which I meant to say earlier on Tiffany. And then Tiffany does hit the triple jump moonsault, but Indy pulls her to the floor and then hits Perez with this like running basement forearm smash, which I don't know if she's been. No, doing. yeah, she's been. That's how she's been winning. Oh, okay, so yeah, she used that uh, to for the win, and then uh, you know. That's kind of, you know, I think I talked about it earlier. Uh, we see post-match that the D'Angelo family are disposing of, of Pretty Deadly. That's kind of how the, the whole thing went off the air. But going back to the IQ thing you said about Tiffany Stratton, it's ironic you said that because she recently was on Busted Open Radio. She said, quote, I think I have every single component that it takes to become a superstar. I think I lack in the ring. In the ring, I think I lack with my selling and psychology. That's where I need to improve and quickly. Definitely in ring is where I need to improve with my selling and psychology. Those are the number one factors. Mm. So she's definitely, um, you know, aware of uh, what she's got to uh, work on to get to the next part, uh, you know, uh, part of her chapter or next chapter of her journey, I should say. But uh, yeah, no, that was NXT spring breaking. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with the uh, dynamite. You already know what it is. Quincy Jones, go with the Quincy Jones Show. With the message about the Quincy Jones Show, I'm talking about the album first and foremost. I want to thank you all for supporting and doing what I do, man. Of course, the podcast, I love it. This is, you know, labor of love. But just put out the album a couple months ago, and y'all have spoken, man. 3,000 streams and going, man. I appreciate the love. And if you guys haven't checked it out, check it out right now. The link is in the bio everywhere on my social media, dude. I'm telling y'all, man. Got the video up for No Mercy. Thinking about putting another video up, man. Y'all tell me what it is. But first and foremost, check out the album. Once again, The Quincy Jones Show out now. Welcome to The Quincy Jones Show. Home of the tag team champions of the IE. Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Yeah, we are back. We is. It's like the fuse on this thing, man. Yeah, yeah, um, I'm a little rusty. I had to try to cut some things out during your uh, deposition of the uh, <laughs> of spring breaking because oh, I was like, oh yeah, I forgot. I'm supposed to talk about whether these are ups or downs. Oh, you good, man? Um, I mean, it was an interesting show for Dynamite last night for sure. Yeah, I mean, well, it started you know a lot like how a lot of their shows have started like the last couple months uh, with the uh, international or. All Atlantic mm-hmm. Championship match uh, defense. Uh, Orange Cassidy defended against Bandito. Um, you know, I'd say this is a up. Starts off hot. Each man getting their respective taunts on. You know, Cassidy with the pockets. Yep. Bandito with the finger guns. Yes, um, at one point, Cassidy uh, feigns an outside dive, but instead does the pockets gimmick. Again, this time hitting a running Hurricane Rana, no hands, sending a Bandito to the outside. Uh, Cassidy goes for the suicide dive, but Bandito catches him on his shoulders. And hits a stun gun, uh, like 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 a shoulder, like a Samoan drop. Yeah, and then like kind of like lifts him into almost like a, uh, I guess a stun gun or like a um, snake eyes across like the barricade. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I did see that. Yeah, that was very impressive. Uh, Bandito uh, slapping on that stretch muffler. I was like, did not know he was in the game, brother. Uh, yeah. Uh, Bandito hits a big running tope con hilo, uh, of course, before uh, picture in picture. Mm. Uh, we knew we we're gonna get some dives in this. Um, 
We see him try to show off with a, a stalling suplex after the break. Cassidy counters with the Stun Dog Millionaire. Uh, tries to follow up with the Tilt the World DDT, but Bandito uh, had it scouted. Counters, counters with a, a Brain Buster, which I was like, all right, this, this is nice. This, mm. this is getting picking up a little bit because the crowd was kind of low, for some reason like yeah, they slow, but like low key like yeah. booing uh, Bandito. Bandito. I was yeah, like, that's weird. Yeah, I thought that was weird. I thought it was just me. Uh, but uh, yeah, let's just get to the the end of this match, man. Um, Orange tries for the mousetrap, uh, but Bandito kicks out. Counters into a unique pin of his own, but uh, the finish comes after Cassidy catches Bandito with like a pop up uh, orange punch. Even though he like uh, Bandito likes to go for a pop up cutter, yeah. But instead he of he didn't being, get all of it, yeah. No, but he tried to go for it again. So when he popped him up, he punched him in midair. Uh, orange, uh, orange oh, Cassidy. Oh yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. And then uh, hits the beach break for the win. Um, Post match, uh, Cassidy and Bandito kind of shake hands and celebrate. So. Um, yeah, kind of mad at it. Yeah, he's making friends with everyone, but his best friends for some reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. What's um, up, this next match was a down for me personally. Uh, Dax Harwood versus Jeff Jarrett. Love Dax Harwood. I mean, you know, I think Jeff Jarrett's doing some cool stuff. You know, coming back, I didn't expect him to, and I'm not really mad at it. But um, this match, I could have dealt without. It was a ten minute match. Um, you know, I, I just, you know, not gonna lie, like it, th- these. Both of them are wrestlers, wrestlers, right? Yeah. Uh, from a standpoint. You yeah, because on paper, it sounds like a, it yeah, would be a good match. I was yeah. going to say, and I'm sure Dax was probably pretty excited to face him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, regardless, but it's like kind of like a weak storyline right now, at least for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like Mark the whole Briscoe. Yeah, middle, him joining yeah. forces with Jared and Lethal. I'm like, you don't even know Jared like that. And uh, I don't know what the reason is for that. Uh, but, you know, from what they uh, well, said, it's, some, it's, some kind of implosion it, happened between FDR and yeah, Lethal Jay, and Jared. Yeah, so. Jay Lethal's the linchpin. I guess apparently he was cool with Jay, and then, that, that and I then get. all the other stuff came. Like That's how they described it. it like, uh, he he came for Jay Lethal and then didn't realize that Jared and Sanjay and came, Satin came with were the package. All, yeah, yeah, exactly. So. That makes sense. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, this is a down for me because of the fact that the refs were out there to make sure none of Jared's posse, as we're talking about now, mm. uh, or I guess, I guess Lethal's posse, or uh, we're going to accompany Jared down to the ring. Um, as such, Cash comes down with Dax but leaves during the entrance, and they make it a straight-up singles. But the reason why I was just like kind of whatever is because, you know, the finish goes like this. Uh, Dax goes for an apron suplex, but Sanjay appears out of nowhere. I don't mm. know how that's possible. I don't know if he was under the ring, which, again, I, I, I don't see how that's possible because yeah. we saw him leave, so I don't know when he could have snuck down. Um and then, you know, he pulls Dax's leg. Uh, you know, Jared's able to, you know, do the whole crossbody spot, you know, to counter it. And then, you know, he, he goes, you know, running after Sanjay. And then for whatever reason, like like I said to you, like, just Dax's, like, character wouldn't do that. No. And you know I mean? Or he, he wouldn't fall before. for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, he's just too smart for that. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he just runs in the ring and goes, you know, runs right into a, you know, the, the stroke pause. And, uh, Jared takes the, the maybe, w, so. may, maybe they're trying to really put over how much of an implosion they had. If, you know, because I think it was like some sort of eight man or something. And maybe Sanjay got in the way and he owes him a, you know what I mean? Because I mean, I'm yeah, thinking, like, I, yeah, what I'm would not... he have to do for him to want to chase him? Because I agree with you. That, that yeah, was a little out of character. But uh, from here, we had a uh, sort of a, uh, it's an up, it's an up. Um, Tony Khan announced the uh, second annual mm-hmm. Owen Hart Cup tournament. Yeah. Um, says the opening ceremonies, I don't know what that means in terms of the ceremonies, but uh, opening ceremonies will be taking place at Double or Nothing. Uh, some some of the tournament matches will start at Forbidden Doors. So he kind of confirmed there's another Forbidden Door without even making the announcement that yeah, there's going to yeah. be another Forbidden Door. So there's that. Uh, and then with the tournament finals uh, to take place July 15th, 
in Calgary or Alberta, Canada. So yeah, that, that thought that was an up uh, mm-hmm. personally. Uh, from there, uh, this is kind of a down for me. Uh, we got Wardlow, who just regained the TNT Championship. Uh, you know, has a new association with Arn Anderson now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he just squashes some local guy. Uh, Post match, Arn Anderson he starts talking about the the NFL draft coming up and about you know likening you know how teams start you know looking to snag that NFL or that number one NFL pick to turn their team into a dynasty and yeah. uh, says Wardlow is the dynasty of AEW. Starts to go on before being interrupted by Christian Cage and Luchasaurus as you know they've been kind of teasing these uh, promo you know somewhat promo because they're not even speaking in them half the time. Yeah. Um, you but know, like a whatever vignettes. their yeah. next step's going to be or whatever. Yeah, because yeah. no one even thought that they would even still be, like, associated or whatever. Uh, you know Surely what I mean? so, not me. Um, but, yeah, they, they they come out, and then they faint. Like, you know, Christian feigns like he's going to enter the ring. He's, like, climbing up the steps, and then he just decides against it and, like, you know, to convince his luchasaurus to leave as well. And it was just, like, a whole big load of nothing. You know what I mean? It was so, a waste. Yeah, definitely. Was, I mean, something that could have happened on Rampage. I always, like, for me, I'm like, anytime you have someone that has a client that huge and you do that, I'm like, you're burying your client. Like. I agree. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's different when it's like someone like a Brock Lesnar, I guess, and it's like Paul Heyman. So I, I don't know, I don't know. It's, anyways, there's there's just ways to do it, but yeah. Uh, this was up next. We had uh, Darby Allen versus Sammy Guevara. Um, though fun, I, I fun I, match. I, yeah, a fun match. I'd argue. I don't know. It kind of helps tell the story. I don't want. I'd say mm-hmm. I argue some people would think that the the finish was a down the way they went about it, but uh, I don't know. But uh, pre match, it was kind of weird for me. Um, Darby and uh, Jungle Boy had like this uh, backstage segment where like Darby was attempting to like apologize for like the jabs they took at each other. Yeah, it's so like, weird. Yeah, even though we're not friends, there's no reason why we can't still have respect for each other. Uh, Jungle Boy agrees. You know, they shake hands only for Darby to say that you know he really wanted it to be them two in the tournament finals because at least he knows he would have just beat him again. And just but kinda... he also asked him to watch his back tonight because he was like, yeah, if I knew there, you know. They were going to pull that on you last week. I wouldn't have been sitting in the Raptors. I would have been at ringside to help prevent. Yeah, it's that almost like he, he was trying to convince him, like you mm-hmm. know, of that. So that's why I don't know if that's their way of trying to play in the way he reacted to his involvement later in the match or yeah, post match. Yeah. But mm-hmm. um, MGF is also on commentary eating pickles. Um, <laughs> boy, you know, boy, is he! Yeah, Sammy starts off slapping Darby, which infuriates Dar. Uh, uh, obviously, infuriates him. They go tit for tat. Trying to best each other with quick offense. Darby trying to grab a side headlock every time t- uh, Sammy gets a little too fancy with the high flying. Um, and then you got MGF also pushing his new signature pickles. Uh, Kalen co- and Kalen. Yeah, you know, uh, there we go pushing. This Limited free, edition. Free plug, buddy. Mm. Uh, meanwhile, Sammy takes Darby out with a big running knee, throws Darby into a turnbuckle post on the outside. Uh, as MGF comments about how much Fort Lauderdale loves Sammy, uh, obviously talking about the crowd booing him. Yep. Taz mentions he broke uh, his neck there. As MJF has, oh, who broke your neck? And he says, uh, actually, it was Dimalenko. And then he says, you always hated that guy. He's friends with, Sh- with, with Shivani. I was yeah. like, just, I don't know, classic. Yeah. The, the banter between, uh, I guess, the two New Yorkans. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. So and just, then how they kind of throw Tony in the middle is always pretty fun. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so uh, let me ask you a question, you fat prick. <laughs> yeah, like, Jesus yeah. Christ. Oh, uh, man. But, um, Anyways, Darby tries for a German suplex on Sammy on off the apron. He's able to low blow him behind the ref's back somehow. I don't know how do, you don't see that, but mm. uh, takes out Darby with an awesome top rope beside Moonsault. Uh, another point. Ty Conti comes down to the ring to distract the ref as Sammy pulls out a table, hits the 630 on Darby through the table. Flush, Ooh, man. man. Uh, goes for the count out win, but Darby's able to get in before the 10. 
MGF goes ballistic on commentary. That's when he comes down to the ring as Ty Conti is on the apron distracting the ref again. As MGF is on the other side grabbing Darby's skateboard, jumps on the apron and throws it to Darby and drops off the apron as quick as he hops on the apron. Mm. Uh, Sammy does the old Eddie Guerrero special and the ref turns around, sees Darby holding the skateboard and DQs him. Um, I noticed MJF on a commentary noted how Ty looked good tonight. Yeah. That was interesting. Like he was finna try to take his girl. Yeah, seriously. The triple B, baby. Mm -hmm. He's out here banging rats. (laughs) Uh, Giving Sammy the win and confirming the the main event of Double or Nothing, MJF or Sammy Guevara, of course, there was the whole him. Yeah, I pay you, blank blank check, check, lay down. Yeah. Yeah. But he kept saying also hammering over over, uh, in the commentary that – the, the check doesn't clear until after he, he lays down. I'm like, so yeah. that's kind of convenient. But I'm wondering if it's going to be a thing of you said if I lay down, not when you beat me. You know, yeah, like he'll lay down and I, kick a, out. I mean, I also see him lay, if he was going to do that, he was just, I mean, I see him ripping up the check based on what what happens post-match anyways. But, yeah. Uh, post-match, uh, MJF and Sammy jump Darby. Uh, Jungle Boy comes down with a chair to run them off and tries to help Darby up to his feet, but he starts kind of blaming Jungle Boy, kind of accusing him of like, Knowing that MGF would get involved in a match and him just like sitting back, and I'm like, just kind of did the same thing, partner. I don't yeah. know. Tony Schiavone though hops off commentary on a house mic and informs MGF that uh, his big, you know, good buddy Tony Khan just talked to him and uh, basically said that, uh, you know, Sammy did in fact earn his way into the Double or Nothing main event, but next week there will be a tag match with MGF and Sammy facing Jungle Boy and Darby, with the caveat being if Jungle Boy and Darby win, they get added to the main event. In a Pillars four-way match, which to me, that was another down. Because I'm like, I mean, if y'all were just going to pull the trigger on that anyways, this whole tournament is fucking stupid. I mean, don't and get me wrong. And gave one the, guy a bye. That was yeah, just Yeah, no, dumb. the tournament never made sense to me. But I do like how they're getting there with the tag match. Like, I'm not mad at that. I mean, but, it's, but yeah, it's, it's, it's better than the talking segments like yeah. in a row. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I don't need to hear four guys state their case if every fucking anything, time. If anything, it really just should have been them three having hand-picked opponents to, I believe you so. know what I mean, and then uh, Sammy being the only one that that won, while MJF realized may, maybe being the first one to win, and then MJF trying to chop down the the stakes, the rest of the field, or the yeah. odds, or whatever. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's what yeah, it, I, I agree because like they've been enlisting Sammy. To I help, mean, I like, won't lie though, like the the stuff that they've been having Sammy and MJF doing has been kind of kind of entertaining. You know what I mean? As yeah. far as like uh, we don't care and in unison and all yeah, that shit. Yeah, so. it's, been, it's been great. Yeah, yeah. Later, uh, Renee tries to catch up with MJF and Sammy for a reaction, but they blow her off. Uh, they walk towards a black SUV waiting in the parking lot uh, uh, area. Sammy tries to get in, inside of the car with MJF, but Max stops him, tells him the car is actually full, but he'll see him next week as the camera quickly pans to show the SUV is completely empty inside yeah. before MJF hops in and immediately skirts off, leaving Sammy there with the, uh, hmm, I'm having second thoughts look on his face. Yeah. You know what I mean? I so, see how it is, yeah, type of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, first he gave me the, the jacket that was too big. Yeah. And then now you leave me with... Yes, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you got a call, callbacks, baby. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this next little segment is a up. Um, Adam Cole calls out Chris Jericho yeah, uh, in the ring. Pretty much Jericho uh, is a dead man and is going to hurt him real bad. Uh, you know, the whole spiel, dude. My favorite thing was backstage, because I guess you got to kind of bring that up, too, because he first talked backstage and then oh, I guess true. on the heels of that... Uh, Cassidy and I guess his new friend Bandito, like you said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are, they just happen to walk in after it. And, are you, like, are you here to, to interview do. us after the, after the match? Uh, no, no, not really. Oh. Yeah. 
Oh, <laughs> yeah. But I guess it explains why they ran down there. I, it, you know, there's no real reason why. They kept trying know. to say, oh, you know, yeah. you know, there's this whole thing between Orange Cassidy and Adam Cole. I'm like, there's not a thing. You guys are just calling back to one match they had, or like, a, I think it was like, you know, I think he talked. They had, I think, yeah, I can't even remember what what it's about. But I did what I. The only reason I brought that up too was also because I left out Adam Cole. I just Chris Jericho, you son of a bitch, and I was like, "That's what the fuck I'm talking about. Get that fire, bro!" <laughs> like I was like, "You get, he, he, you know what I mean? He sets you up to it, watch your I'm girl." I'm not gonna man. lie, like, it, it was a little too uh, on the nose to me. The son of a bitch thing is. I kind think of a in old... the ring, all the stuff he was saying in the ring felt too on the. But that's me. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I agree. But yeah, he calls him out. Jericho appears on the screen, gaslights Cole by saying he's not going anywhere near a coward like you. <laughs> yeah, dude. you who a coward who watched his wife get attacked while. Being only a few feet away, and you chose to do nothing. I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, but yeah, says that he'll never be in a ring with a coward like him, but his boys will. Sick him, boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the JS come out and jump Cole. However, uh, Bandito and Orange Cassidy make a surprising uh, save, um, or at least they try to, but uh, odds are uh, in, not, not in, in their favor. Not in their favor yeah. Garcia, Daddy Magic, Cold Hand Ange, and Hager, three on four until music hits, kill switch engage hits. And it's Roderick Strong debuting in AEW. Roger Strong. R- running down for the save, takes out everything, moving to a huge pop. Cole gets to his feet and is shocked, no pun intended, and is just staring down Strong before they embrace each other with a hug to another big pop. Women are crying, babies are smiling, and mm-hmm. the men are just raising beers in unison oh, yeah. and throwing up that UE, baby. Baby. <laughs> there was a huge undisputed chant. Was there? Yeah. I don't know. After, especially after, I like couldn't right, hear it. right. It was like that building fever pitch right before they hugged. Seemed like it was more, uh, more uh, Roddy versus the world to mm-hmm. me. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? But uh, next is a down for me. Oh, here we go. Uh, we finally got Jade versus Taya Valkyrie TBS yeah. Championship on the line. The post match was more interesting than the match. Yeah, yeah, it was. Smart Mark Sterling at ringside, and just a reminder, they filed what a copyright like an infringement or yeah. on Taya being not being able to use the road to Valhalla. Mm. So she can't use it against uh, Jade in this match, which I'm like, that's real convenient. Uh, they go back and forth for a bid with Jade jawjacking and commentary reminding us of the stipulation often. Uh, Taya throws uh, Jade out to the ring. Jade's able to grab the rope and starts to skin the cab, but Taya super kicks her, and I was like, damn. Mm. She tumbled the ring pretty that, hard. I think that's why I was mad, because they were really starting to cook a little bit. Yeah, and then I agree. It was just but like, but oh, that okay. thing is, like, Jade hasn't had a, a match that – I think her longest match was the tag match with Shaq, to be honest. I, I know. I sometimes I think that, too. Um, Maybe yeah, against Ruby, I think. But Jade outsmarts Taya and hits an apron-assisted reverse DDT on the outside, which is, I was like, that was fucking crazy. Yeah. Um. Taya, uh, oh, that was, oh, my bad. Before uh, picture in picture, uh, back from the break though, Taya starts to fire up with a comeback. Uh, you know, she hits a blue thunder bomb for a near fall. Impressive. Uh, Jade hits a crazy superplex on Taya out the corner. Uh, follows up with a Canadian destroyer for a near fall. Uh, Jade tries for the jaded, but Taya who hit a Canadian destroyer? Jade. I don't think I saw that part. Shit, I must Word. have looked away for a second. Yeah. Damn. Uh, Jade tries for the jaded, but Taya counters out, hits a jumping stomp. She instinctually goes for Road to Valhalla, which is the same move. Mm. But the ref is telling her no. Uh, Mark Sterling's yelling at her at the same time. And then she goes to lift Jade anyways. Jade rolls through into a pin and grabs her tights for the win. It just was... Yeah, it was like a victory roll type of pin. I just wasn't a fan of, like... I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, it was a smart pin for her as a champion. But I felt like... That's true. If you were... uh, I just feel like why not? Just I guess wait you're to selling that to double or nothing. Like, cause she, I, she I, I, I would have rather her use the move anyway and got DQ'd. That, you that I mean? too. You know what I mean? But I guess my thing too is, I guess in another sense, I'm thinking about it now. 
now that time's passed, is like, I guess maybe that's also her showing a, a glimpse of, oh, I had to, because she's never done that with anybody else she faced before. Yeah. She's dominated everyone. I mean, she's never had to resort to yeah, playing tight. True. So yeah. maybe that's proving like, oh, well, you are some sort of threat to me. You know what I mean? Mm, so yeah. I don't know. We'll see where they go from here. Because like, like you said, post-match is more exciting. Ty got pissed, starts jumping Jade, but they book it as the referees get in the ring now to try to prevent Ty from putting Aubrey in the road. Yeah, which uh, the, not, the, the it, it was, was like, funny. Jesus. Don't get me wrong. But I was just like, I, I, you know, that, like I said, it was, it was, there was more there than it was in the match. But yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, next, we had a, uh, eh, I mean, it was not really up or down. We had a Britt Baker and Jamie Hader in the backstage promo. Yeah, this was a little awkward. Yeah, I mean, both well, both, both takes were good, but it just felt weird that she took a break and then, and you know what? <laughs> you know, it was like, oh, yeah, no, she she got lost. Yeah, and then she's like, oh, I gotta I gotta hit the bloody morgue line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> What was telling is, you know, she had, like, Britt had the black eye, and then you had, uh, Hater had, like, the, uh, the, the arm in the sling and stuff, yeah. and so, you know, yeah. And then she was yeah. like, you didn't use your hands, you had to use, uh, <laughs> you had to use weapons. I'm like, well, yeah. Yeah, y'all done that, too. <laughs> I mean, but you hold the weapon with your hands, so, yeah, actually, I did use my hands, so. High key. High key, though, to the highest degree. Mm-hmm. From here, though, we got a match announcement. Oh, we have a few, actually. Uh, we did see a video pre-tape between Ricky Starks and Sean Spears challenging Bullet Club Gold to a tag match as uh, Rock Hard Juice Robinson warns that they are going to kick those two sweet boys right in the balls. <laughs> Every week, bro. Uh, oh, man. My but, God. But, he, but, yeah. He just reminds, like, he, he, it's crazy. It's like he talks like he's a member he's not re- of, of the realist of Anarchy dude. or something. Yeah, like, that's, like, yeah he's, he's, he's totally character. Tig. He's totally yeah, Tig Yeah, he's right Tig now. for sure. Oh, uh, man. Uh, one of the matches for Rampage, though, is going to be Sean Spears and Ricky Starks tagging against uh, Bullet Club mm-hmm. Gold. Uh, they also said Naturally Limitless, which is Keith Lee and Dusty, uh, Dustin that. Rhodes. Hate that, yeah. all of that They need shit. to stop doing all that. Yeah. God, he like, needs to get out of being a tag team yeah. guy. Um, but, I mean, he got more gray hair than Dustin, oh, bro. Man. What the fuck? Uh, shout, out, shout out to Keith Lee, though. I love yeah. you, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says that they'll be in action. They didn't say against who, as well as Anna J should be in action as well against, you know, mystery opponents. I don't no, know. No, it's uh, Ashley DeBoise. Dambois? 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 Yeah. Dambois? No, no, it's Dambois? Dambois. That's what she's going against. Uh, Cash Wheeler will take on Jay Lethal, which is fitting because we just saw the... Jared and Dax. I guess that proves my my point. We could have saw that other match on Rampage as well. Scheduled to speak are the Outcasts as well as the Acclaimed. And for Dynamite, it's Roddy Strong, Adam Cole, Orange Cassidy, and Bandito versus the JAS minus Sammy and Jericho. Also, the Four Pillars tag match to determine the Double or Nothing main event. Um, as, uh, speaking of main event, we get to our main event, which was, uh, to me, up, because I always like seeing uh, Takeshka work. Yeah. Uh, Butcher and Blade weren't all the way buried as well. You know um, what, they got though? A few, they got a few I will say in. Butcher, I could tell God, in my opinion, got a little bit exposed when he worked with Takeshita a bit. I don't know if yeah. it was a language barrier or just from unfamiliarity of the Japanese style. Because some of the ways True. he was taking the, the, the moves. Cross I was like, I was the cross bodies and the jumping clothesline Yeah, I was shit, like, dude, yeah. you're going to fucking hurt yourself. Where I was like, just, just. He was trying to like, figure out like where he needed to be. Maybe? I don't, I don't get, know. Yeah, yeah. 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 It, like, was, it was a little, yeah. Because so. it made it seem like Takeshita didn't know what he was doing. You yeah, know what I mean? exactly. But, or, I mean, maybe he was. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, he's like, see, I made Takeshita still look good, even though I botched. That's how <laughs> good I am. <laughs> uh, Danielson's on commentary for the match. Uh, let me, let me uh, I guess, reiterate this. Butcher and Blade versus Kenny Omega and Kanosuke Takeshita. Mm. Uh, yeah, Danielson on the on, on commentary is he uh, talks about being disappointed in, in, in Takeshita. Mentions going out of his way to teach him a lot and training with him. 
Uh, Omega comes out with the IWGP United States uh, heavyweight title, which was interesting because no one in the match is from New Japan. Yeah. Um, as Butcher and Blade came out with uh, Kip and Penelope, so they both came out with something pretty around their waist. Anyways, uh, Takas uh, starts Boom. the match against Blade with Kenny tagging in back and forth. Anderson ironically mentions the elite on commentary and calls him a cancer to AEW. I don't know yeah. if you heard that. Yeah, he said, although they help build AEW, yeah, so, they're also yeah. ruining AEW. Well, yeah, he said, citing that he knows that they help build it, but the claims that they're destroying it and claims on the fact that they call themselves the lead, but Kenny has yet to go out there MGF for the world title uh, since yeah. coming back. Yeah. And same with uh, the Bucks with FTR. FTR, I'm like, ooh, no one's saying talk yeah, that yeah. shit. He, he's basically talking about them uh, wrestling on past laurels versus uh, yeah, continuing like, like, to make Kind of accusing them of running you yeah. know what i mean low yeah. key mm-hmm. uh omega hits a rolling the rolling fire uh man uh you know basically what well, he, he uh, hikes up the overalls as they always say yeah hits the moonsault and uh to catch the tags in hits the middle rope sent on for a near fall yeah nice sent um yeah it was pretty dope um but then what was crazy was uh at one point he tries to hit the terminator uh omega mm-hmm. dive but kip sabian pulls omega's leg he gives chase to kip which again everyone's chasing yeah. just Come on, dude. Mm. With the distraction of him and Penelope leaving him open for a rough-looking running uh, crossbody. Cross yeah, by Butch. Yeah, and then uh, fucking this one is Arabian-style springboard. Dude, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like, no one sees this nigga? Yeah, yeah, land on his feet, just like. <laughs> and just like, yeah, yeah no, take a bow, Straining up his fucking collar and shit. Like, I mean, we did come back from the break uh, with Omega hitting the patented leg drop bulldog. Yeah. I uh, guess the hot tag to Dakesta, who uh, hits the diving, uh, awkward diving crossbody mm-hmm. on Butcher, mm-hmm. lands two back to back running Haluva kicks and uh, follows with the shit Those drop. Those look awkward Bruster. too. It was like he was like, "Man, I'm just taking these in the face." I guess. I guess I, I just I, I'm I just like turn your face, bro. Like, <laughs> he's like you are, these are shoes. he has a different rhythm. Yeah, it, he has yeah, a different yeah. Rhythm. That, I can't tell I think, when he's coming in. That's what he, I think it is. By yeah, the time yeah. I count, I'm like, oh, yeah, nope. Mm-hmm. That's my teeth. <laughs> Blade Can we say to- on four or one, two, three, go? <laughs> it's, it's like when we were trying to do the intro for this tag. Yeah, we yeah, were, word, word. Uh, Blade comes in. Uh, they try to hit that double team. Um, uh, oh, no, 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 my bad. They do hit a double team. They do like a half Nelson backbreaker. I'm like, mm. Roddy's in the building. Yeah. Blade hits a stunner, and uh, Butch follows with a huge running Larry on Takeshita. Yeah. I was like, damn, okay, oh, that's what's up. Uh, Danielson has an interesting point of commentary with Taz when he asks him like, who would he prefer Hook, his son, to train with yeah. the Elite or the BCC as he reminds Taz of guys like Brandon Cutler and Michael Nakazawa who do train with the Elite yeah. and have amounted to nothing in the company, basically. Yeah, I love – I don't know if you listened to it during P&P, but he's like – it's like guys like Brandon and and Nakazawa who are just stuck washing their balls and like whoa, yeah, whoa. and he's like and then and then one person's like golf reference and then they were like oh 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 <laughs> yeah and then Brian's like yeah <laughs> like like basically they're, they're, they're caddies for him. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. just so funny though. I think they both went, whoa whoa like like just real whoa that's sus dog <laughs> like you know, hey yeah. yo yeah exactly that's hilarious. <laughs> Like, oh, like, like Taz is like, yo, why you bring that sus shit over yeah, here, bro? Yeah, because I've heard different things about Brian, you know, and, and anatomy conversations in the locker room, you know. Yeah, saying, I, I but, mean, that, that's yeah. supposedly. I'm, I'm like, y'all mm. got a weird way of fucking with each other. Yeah, seriously. Butcher and Blade try for the finish, but Omega saves Takeshka. Uh, then he, you know, he's able to hit uh, Butcher with a V trigger. Takeshka hits the uh, blue thunder bomb. Omega then catches Blade with a snap dragon of his own. Uh, the finish comes though with uh, Omega taking out Blade with uh, uh, oh, taking out Blade and Kip with the Terminator finally. The mm. casket lands the running pump knee on Butcher for the for the win. Yeah, um, I the, forgot what they called that. It was like some the push fire or something like that oh. knee. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah, the kick push. It it was it, it 
you know, it was the V trigger. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the the one in the corner mm-hmm. in two uh, K where you yep. points. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, post matches where I, I kind of had a down for this. Just, I mean, not not a down, but the way it, that it played out. But it was just, I just don't understand the uh, idea behind, or the logic. Uh, Danielson hops off commentary, comes down to the ring, cuts a promo about how there's one pro wrestler in the ring and one amateur who looks exhausted, mm-hmm. like his best days are behind him. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah I, I was like, dude, take a chance. He, he claims Omega's been just been living off the legacy he left in Japan. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, bam. He, yeah. As uh, BCC uh, jump Omega and Takeshka until the Young Bucks show up for the save, but when the Elite try to attack Moxley with the screwdriver again, Takeshka, like, he gets thrown in by Danielson for some reason, and then he just tells him to stop, but like tell him to, to, to basically try to get the, prevent them from from attacking Mox with the screwdriver. Which I'm like, yo, they just jumped you, yeah, yeah. So and they jumped you last week, and I mean, and you toppled them with, you know what I mean? So I was like, but he does, he, he goes and stands in front of Moxley, which is why I'm like, that's a down for me. Um, but you know, pretty much like, like. Last week, this I don't know, man. Again, I'm just, I'm confused, but they got overpowered again as yeah, BCC yeah. surround Takeshka, and they end up jumping him and attacking him with the screwdriver. So that's and busting him open, which is again why yeah, I'm like, I think this they were just, trying to make it seem like he was going to join, and then he got low blow. Like if they showed like a, a segment earlier where maybe they talked to him, yeah, yeah, that would prior have been to the match better, or something, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then I, yeah, but maybe I don't know. It's, it's, I mean, Brian has had interactions with Takeshi in the yeah. past, um, but I think they yeah. had a match. Yeah, I will say this too. What I did enjoy uh, is Brian kind of did a little nudge, nudge to Regal. Uh, I don't know if it was on the actual live or if it was on P and, hmm. or, or picture in picture because he referred to Excalibur in the beginning of the match as man in the mask. And I was like, ah, okay, oh, I haven't awesome. heard that in a while. So He's like, tell him I say hello. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, that was pretty much uh, Dynamite. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm trying to figure out what's going on. I mean, I, I'm holding on. I'm not holding on like it's NXT of like 2.0 or nothing like that. But I was really enticed and interested with the – Elite shit, right? And I know that that's what they do. They slow yeah, yeah. feed it so that you can keep trying to fucking yeah. tune in. However, I'm like, I don't understand the Kanosuke uh, stuff. Um, it, it kind of threw me off the scent of wherever they were, you know, everyone kind of wants them to go. It's a random so piece. It's a real red and, herring and, for and, sure. And yeah. I know I know, Callus has been seen trying to recruit him, but it just seems weird to bring him in. Like, it yeah. just, there really is no reason to do that. To acknowledge opinion, it but, on screen just for him to get, like, fucking yeah, taken out. I exactly. Unless they have some really big payoff they're looking for i i don't know i mean because to me i feel like is this the way they're bringing coda in like and, and i'm thinking that i mean i'm still trying to figure out can, can we just get fucking all of them on the same page you know, because that's what people i mean it gives everyone a fresh start and that's what people have been wanting to see from the beginning like them to kind of take over you know yeah what I mean? yeah yeah exactly but with hangman you know so that's why it's kind of weird i don't i don't know like it's it's also one of those things where i think we're obviously moving towards blood and guts or something you know what i mean with, with both crews but We'll, we'll we'll see, dude. But um, but yeah, that was that was dynamite. Like I said, I'm just trying to hold on to see what's going on. Yeah, I will say this dynamite uh, this week. I will say because uh, I always look at stuff from a new fan perspective. Uh, MGF to me did come off like a world champion this week. You know, just with the antics and things like that. And uh, so I I'll say kudos to that. And this is even on commentary. You know, he doesn't really miss on commentary, but yeah, I, I just felt like he did a really good job presenting himself as a big, you know, the biggest deal on the, on the card. You know? Yeah, and so, I, I liked how uh, Excalibur was poking fun at, uh, or was it maybe it was him and Tony going back and forth about 
how he uh, wrestles a very exclusive yeah. like light schedule. Yeah. He's like, well, yeah, more like you wrestle once a year. Yeah, <laughs> it's 100%. like this will come flapping over the mouth, bro. Mm. But the, I, I don't know if people know that he's like one of their top producers. He's a senior producer for the show, uh, mm. Shivani, and also uh, talent relations. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, sure. so, so he's usually the guy that tells uh, the talent what they're going to be doing. But yeah, that's the end of the show, man. Yes. So, yeah. uh, I want to thank y'all for uh, hopefully uh, accepting our apology and you know continuing to support us but um i will say uh you know we, we love being able to do what we do man and uh continue to do what we do in terms of uh you know wrestling and and i mean obviously with our contributing show. to the culture yeah man with winter circle pro wrestling man so if you guys can uh definitely give it a follow and check us out man uh we just had our second show already gearing up to the third one paid in full july 28th man you can get tickets now paidful.eventbrite.com um, and obviously, you know, check out the show, continue to support the show, man. Um, you know, every time where we're going to be able to do something every week, every Friday, we're going to be trying to download you guys on opinions, hot news, hot takes and uh, all, you know, everything in between, man. But be sure to uh, subscribe to, to the uh, podcast everywhere and uh, tune in social media at the Quincy Jones show on Instagram at Quincy Jones show on Twitter and uh, the Quincy Jones show on Facebook as well as TikTok. And um, of course, check out the Quincy Jones show, the album by yours truly featuring my uh Extinguished, uh, a distinguished and esteemed tag team partner. Of course, the hip hop hybrid, the only one in existence. I have him here, right here in captivity. But, uh, uh, <laughs> but fret not, he is not domesticated by any means. Still a wild animal at heart. Tear these beats to Inca- shred. Incarnate. Walk in the jungle. Come out with a mink coat. That's my guy, <laughs> uh, Doc Lesnar. Of course, and check out his uh, project as well. Please do, uh, man. And of course, you know those who know us now a little bit from the wrestling uh, uh, atmosphere and environment. You guys need a theme. That's what we do. Yeah, theme music. Say. Whether it's for your actual promotion, whether it's for a specific uh, wrestler or whatever, man, just let us know. Uh, we yeah. are very musically inclined. As you know, you heard Quincy just say, go ahead, check out his music right now. All major platforms between iTunes, Apple Music, Amazon, and of course, you know, Spotify. I myself, I'm Doc Lesnar, D O C L E S N A R, five star bars for you and Yar. Yeah. You know what it is. If yeah. you know, you know. If you don't, you'll find out. Trust me on that one. Come on, how's your catch up? I'm telling you, man, this is awesome. The album out right now, and you know, go ahead and check out uh the uh you know the the actual uh title track this is awesome you can also check out uh strong styling remix featuring yeah, megaran yeah and of course the you know world's greatest tag team featuring the world's greatest tag team partner right here quincy hey. jones go in this you know on this mic on this planet god top team you know what i mean but uh other than that follow your boy on social media at doc lesnar for all things having to do with my music at doc underscore kgs pod for all things having to do with the quincy jones podcast i apologize this week i had meant to put out a hashtag Wrestle Wednesdays and by the time I realized it was 9pm at night you know oh, no, so, no worries dude yeah like, so I've been trying to stay consistent but I got something for you guys next week for sure man. yeah we, we, we definitely gonna get back in the swing of things 100% man yeah, and um, definitely again be sure uh, again don't holler at at the Doc Lesnar account for anything wrestling uh, related definitely go to the winter circle pro uh yeah I was, I was just gonna say yeah, yeah at, man. i mean if you need to talk to me directly at i would say at doc underscore kgs pod but i would prefer you guys hit us up like you said at winter circle pro, pro on uh, on instagram yeah, i believe uh, it's winter circle pw on on twitter yeah. and uh, winter circle pro as well on youtube right and you can find us at our uh, winter circle pro wrestling on facebook you know like the page man we got over 100 followers let's, let's get let's get those likes up let's get yeah, those yeah. likes up nah, yeah I mean? definitely i mean and uh, like you said yeah youtube 
YouTube uh, backslash at Winter Circle Pro for all of our matches that are up right now from It Was Written. Uh, definitely going to be having some stuff from Hard to Earn pretty soon, man. Or I, mean, I hope to have it up pretty soon. Yeah, definitely. I'm um, sure if you guys yeah, are check following, out. you already so, kind of saw how things went. So, But, yeah we're, yeah, we're excited to keep you guys in the loop on that. A- absolutely, sure. man. And happy to announce hopefully some talent um, announcements for uh, Paid in Full soon as well. But until next time, man, I think uh, – yeah, I mean, it's got three words for all my dude. Top, Top guys, guys out. out.